0: Let your heart be strong and your feet arise as I give you my know. really mm-hmm. Oh, he going to go to the hospital. I'm going to go to the hospital. I'm going to I'm <laughs> Now we do the healing all the world. God was to And God is to us I know I'm waiting for you to Oh my God. Oh my Oh my Oh my
1: good morning good morning good morning father God good morning Lord Jesus good morning Holy Spirit good morning Jesus believer Praise God. Father God, in the name of Jesus this morning, help us to do your will. Help us to tear down our will so that your will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thank you this morning for your goodness, for your kindness, for your wonderful mercy. Brothers and sisters, this morning, I'm feeling kind of uh, sad for that lady, the lady, the, the congress lady, congresswoman, madam, congresswoman. But you know how when you were in school, probably middle school, and your civics teacher would give you an assignment, your civics teacher would say, I want you to look at the news tonight, or I want you to look at this program. And then when you come back to school, you would talk about it. And sometimes she would even ask you to do a paper on it. So I want you to take a minute. I know some of you are on your smartphones, and I know some of you saw that lady on TV but if it's any way possible, I want to show you a spirit in her face. So if it's any way possible, can you pull up that lady? Marjorie Green. Marjorie Green, I think that's her name. Marjorie Taylor Green? Marjorie Taylor Green. I want you to, I want you to look at her face. All of you probably gonna pull up different pictures, but I wanna show you something. And uh, I wanna teach you something real quick. That's not where, where I'm really going. I'm planning on talking about Ezekiel how God used Ezekiel and how the theme of Ezekiel is from destruction to restoration. From destruction to restoration. Ezekiel. But if you can, try to pull up that lady's face. Can you hear me on the blog talk this morning? Can somebody just let me know for sure? Blog talk is okay, Spreaker is okay. Because I wanna I wanna show you something. Okay. Great. I want to show you something. Can you pull up that lady's face? I want to thank all of you who donate to this ministry. And I want God to multiply those donations. Some a hundred, some a thousand, some a hundred thousand, according to wherever your faith is. <clears throat> Skip, the devil is a liar. Go! I'm going to show you this. Now, I'm not going to pull her face up because I looked at her face last night. I looked at her face because I wanted to confirm what I was seeing. I looked at her face. Try to, if you can, try to pull her face up in two different situations that she's on TV. God specifically. And God also, I didn't know where she was from. So the second time when I pulled her face up, I saw she was from Rome, Georgia. Now, this is how Rome is. You got Dalton. As a matter of fact, Rome, Georgia is where Shannon was born, I think. But you got Dalton. You got Oglethorpe going north. And then you got Rome, Rome, Georgia. So she's like maybe three counties from me. North. North. And Rome, Georgia, I think that's Rome. It's a nice little town. It's where they had the great train. The Great Train Race took place, I think. <clears throat> you see her face now. You know I'm doing this from Dalton, Georgia, so I can't. I don't. And and you're at your home or wherever you are, so I don't know what you're pulling up, and I don't know where you are. I want you to pull her face up, <clears throat> and I want to show you something. And I want to show you why I have sorrow in my heart for her. Not as a congresswoman, but as a woman. I have sorrow in my heart for her. And that's the same thing when I said to <clears throat> to Nadia, when she sent me that picture of them, little, of them young women that were in the Christian uh, club. So I hope some of you pulled it up when she was walking behind that young man from um, Sandy Hook, I think. And then I hope some of you pulled it up when she was walking down the halls of Congress with some men following her and the press in front of her. Okay. But I want you to pull up something where you can see her face. All you can see is her eyes anyway. Because she has a mask on all the time. That's good. Okay. This uh, lady um, it's my understanding she's a businesswoman. Can somebody tell me what you see in her face? I want to know what you see. I want. I want to know. I want to know how good you can see. What you see. Okay, Laura, so, okay, what you see? Minister Hood says she sees darkness and sadness. Can I have some more? What you see? What spirit do you see? Jessica says victim. Mr. Hood says rejection. What else? What else do you see? Somebody over here, if you want to tell me what you see in the blog talk, you can press one. What spirits do you see in the lady's eyes? Okay. Heaviness, fear, hope, determination, fear, I can overcome them. Okay, this week, emptiness. Why emptiness, Natasha? Why you see emptiness? What kind of emptiness? You're all right, by the way. But it's something, if you were going to take her through deliverance, what is the first spirit you would have to hit? Rage. What else? You're pretty close. You're pretty close. What what fear? What does that blank stare indicate, Natasha? Jennifer R. You own it. Deaf and dumb spirits. Anger. rejection. Somebody look in in your Bible, and I want you to find out where it talks about burning... Oh, no, a seared conscience. S-E-A-R-E-D, a seared conscience. Now, her eyes... You mean her eyes, uh, pupils, her pupils are black, because she might have um, Indian blood. Somebody said, I don't know the spirit you would call that. Reminds me of the Grinch. She looks sad. Can somebody find that scripture that talks about um, a seared conscience? Thank you, Jessica. 1 Timothy 4 and 2. 1 Timothy 4 and 2. Speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. Why do you think or tell me what you think that would have caused her conscience to be seared and for her to be manifesting oppression, fear, emptiness, heaviness, rejection, victim, darkness, sadness. What do you think? What you think would have brought that all that all those spirits on? And cause her <clears throat> deceived, orphan spirit, familiar spirit. Guess what? What you see in that lady is a typical familiar spirit that comes from what? What kind of oppression? What kind of oppression? You're right, Laura. Childhood trauma. Childhood trauma. Childhood trauma. I looked at, yep. Inappropriate touch, molestation. She said she was the first in her family to go to college. Look, that lady has a driving spirit to do what? She would have made it. She would have made it without all the, um, she made it, period. But she could really, really make it. Because a seared conscience will cause you to give the appearance of being bold. It'll cause you to give the appearance of being courageous. When really, Dr. Frederick Price wrote a book a long time ago, is it faith, foolishness, or presumptuousness? He wrote that book about 25 years ago. Brothers and sisters, when it came down to the wire, what did she do? What did she do? You know why? You know why she came down do? You know why she backpedaled? But you ain't have no true conviction. And a person with a seared conscience is almost incapable of having true conviction. You know why? Because the lie, whatever the lie is, it could be any lie, and the demons have so in, integrated with our personality. But she never, she never, she never, she is so deceived. She is so deceived. How many people do you see in that lady? Look in her face. How many people do you see in her? At least two at least two. I think I saw about four personalities. That's because Jennifer Harris, when a person has alters and alter personalities, when one alter is up, It can change the color of the person's eyes. That's how strong an altar can be. I feel so sorry, and I I have so much compassion for that lady because she is a victim. Now, she has another spirit. I wonder if you could tell me what that one is. Can you tell me what that one is? That's the one that got her in real trouble. Yes. She has a man spirit in her. That would come... From the inappropriate touching or the molestation or whatever she went through, that man's spirit is still in her and is stronger than her. What you see when she stands up and tries to lie out of what she says, she didn't try to. She tried. She's so deceived. She thought the devil is telling her. That everybody else around her is stupid. That she's the smartest person around. And that probably comes from, from being smart. And being the smartest person around herself at times. But the demon took it too far. Do you do you do you know the real do you know what she did? I'm not talking I'm not talking about I'm talking about spiritually. That burning conscious, that seer conscious has worked for her so much, all them demons, she actually put herself on the level with President Trump. That's what a demon would do to you. She thought she possessed because it ain't true, even although she said, oh, I love President Trump, and, you know, I'm a Trump follower. She, she, not, she wasn't a Trump follower. She wanted to be like Jacob, a Trump usurper. That's why she was running around talking about how much money she had raised. She wanted to be a Trump usurper. So that means she got what? A copycat spirit. She takes on the personality of whoever she wants to. Whosoever she is. She has that counterfeit. It's the same thing. As um, identity theft. That's one of the most obvious cases of that I've ever seen. She needs deliverance. We all need it, but you see, we know we need it. She doesn't know she needs it properly. I prayed that she would really come to God and that God would bring somebody to her to deliver her because that's the way Satan is. He'll use you till he use you up and then he' just kick you to the curb. Her God, whoever that may be, I believe she's a Christian. I believe she a Christian, just like Peter was, dual manifestation. Peter possessed, you know, Peter with Jesus, a dual manifestation, and so does this lady. I believe that one day she's going to be good at whatever it is. But you see, when you have to be delivered and you don't know you need to be delivered and then you, and then God got to do it sovereignly, that's what, that's what he has to That's when he'll take a person like me and he'll break you down and rebuild you. See, I didn't know I needed to be delivered. I thought I was a Baptist. I was a good Baptist. I gave money to the church. I did whatever they asked me to do. This was before I got converted. She ain't never been through conversion. And people like that can be dangerous. Because I believe that when people are in that shape, they genuinely do things against their own will because they're following the wrong voices and because they really don't know who or what their core personality is and it caused them to make a lot of mistakes. So this morning, I don't want you to do it out loud. I'm not going to do it out loud. But I want you to just pray, God save that lady. Because the same way, when she is made whole, she's going to be an awesome person. But if she never receives the healing and the deliverance that she needs. She's going to be tormented and a pathological liar because whatever spirit is out and whatever spirit is manifested at that time, that's what she's going to follow. And the devil doesn't mean anybody any good ever. Ever. So I want you to just take three, four minutes and pray for that lady. That God would save her, deliver her, and heal her in the name of Jesus. Because right now, she's in excruciating pain. She's in excruciating pain. And brothers and sisters, pain is pain. She made it. through college, pain is pain. Pain is pain. As a, as a woman, I admire her, her, but the demons in her are too much. They rule in her. Because you see, what you believe in, you believe in. What you waver in, you don't believe in. So would you take this time and just ask God to to, to help her? Pain hurts deeply. Humiliation hurts deeply. Shame hurts deeply. And I was reading about Ezekiel. The whole theme of Ezekiel is about from destruction to restoration. But you see, when you're bound, bound and you live in And your living is based on ambition and it's not good. It's not good. It's just not good. We don't know. We cannot know why or how or anything. The reason God let her get in that position, and and and, and I'm not saying I ain't saying there's no devil. I'm saying I'm saying it was God. Most you know God could have stopped it, so he didn't. Pray for that lady's restoration. You see, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been, if you've never been, if you've never felt the pain of humiliation, you don't know what it feels like. I do. I've been picked up and bodily carried out of churches just because I do deliverance, just because I cast out demons. I know what that feels like. I've been called every name in the book that's close to Jezebel, which you name it, because I cast out demons. When the purpose of a thing is not understood, the manifestation is misunderstanding. And she, she, from from observing, I believes, and she didn't, she didn't say she didn't believe it. And you can't believe and stop believing in five seconds. Do you have to lie for what you believe in? No, because then if you lie, everything you say is. Wiped out. It's never believed anymore. How do you know when a liar is telling the truth? You don't. But when you believe in something and you stand for it, you believe it. Just like an atheist told me one time, I had to debate an atheist. I was supposed to anyway but the atheist put one stipulation on me. The atheist said, I'm I'm gonna debate you under one condition, that you don't use your faith as a precedent for the existence of God. I asked him if he was crazy. Because it is impossible. But I did it. I just let the Holy Ghost talk through me. But I told him my whole existence, my whole um, life of Christianity was based on my faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And I would not even begin to debate him without being allowed to use my faith as my existence for believing the word of God. Brothers and sisters, whatever you believe in and really believe in, Believe in it. If you don't believe in it and really believe in it, you don't believe in it. You don't believe in it. There's a tricky devil out there, he's real tricky. He wants to discredit God. It ain't about human flesh. He wants to diminish your level of faith in God. Don't let him. Jesus says, You believe in God, believe also in me. Brothers and sisters, Whatever you believe in, believe in it. I'm talk, I'm, I know you believe in God. Believe in God all the way. I mean, my philosophy is for Jesus I live, for Jesus I die, and Jesus all the way in the middle and everything else. And that's why I don't get too involved. in any. I don't get involved in anything that's going to take me away from Jesus and take my time away from Jesus. But every now and then, God calls me to the spirits that are manifesting and operating in a person. And he says, see this spirit, see that spirit. These spirits are getting bolder. Bolder. they manifested And manifesting and it's all a trick. A trick. God is using excuse me. Thank you, Jesus. God is using wounded healers, you know. I don't like wounded healers. I'm not a wounded healer minister. Because a wounded healer ministers out their wounds. So when does the wounded healer be healed that can minister out the anointing and the pure word of God? That's so much better. And that's what we call it to do. That's what we're called to do. Brothers and sisters, your job is to demonstrate the same compassion. Find that scripture for me. Comfort them with the comfort wherewith you have received. Yesterday, I got an email from Brother Robert. And in the email that I got from Brother Robert, the same, one of the same scriptures that God had given me, God had given it to him yesterday morning. And when I read it, 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 it kind of led me even more to Ezekiel from destruction to restoration. Thank you, Jessica. 2 Corinthians 1 and 4. Who comforted us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. 1 Thessalonians 4.18. Wherefore comfort one another with these words. Believe me, at some point, that lady is close enough to me, I might go on up there myself and try to try to meet her and maybe maybe just a little comfort. Brothers and sisters, the Bible says, let the strong bear the burdens of the weak. The Bible says, he who knows the truth and withholds it is not exactly a good person. That's why it's better to tell somebody the truth as you know it They know it's as you know it, and you know you could be wrong. Then to sit back and talk to it about somebody else that cannot help the person. That's why God said he don't want no part of a, you know, gossiper, rumor monger, hate spreader. Time is running short. And when you stand before Jesus, you know, Everything you do is being recorded in a book. Everything you say is being recorded in a book. That's why the Bible talks about idle jesting and idle conversation. But the Bible says be helpers one to another. Many times, I wish somebody would have helped me or been there to help me. A lot of mistakes I made, I, I wouldn't have made them. Because they could have told me, don't go up this way, go around that way. But when I realized I didn't have any help, I purposed in my heart, in my life, that I was gonna, I was going to make Jesus my friend. And, and I was going to ask him for help, and I was going to trust him because a lot of times, remember he that overcoming? A lot of times, things that are happening to you in the moment, in the now, and thank God for in the now. are to build you in the tomorrow. Yeah. They to build you into the tomorrow. Like when I when I was able to look in that lady's face and I could see. Make sure you look in her eyes. Now that this has already happened. This did not happen to make her weaker, believe me. Weeping may do it for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. It's going to make her strong. I think she said some things I used to believe, I don't believe them anymore. Brothers and sisters, that was a lie. <laughs> that was a lie. Somehow, the core hurt. I imagine, like that Gadarine demoniac when Jesus set his foot on the shore, the anointing about him came on shore too. And God had determined for that demoniac to be delivered that day. So what was it that made the demoniac in Mark chapter 5 run down from living in the tombs? He was living in the graveyard. What 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 was it that day, that certain day that made him come out of the tombs, a man that nobody could constrain, a uh, 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 demoniac, they called him, so wow, no telling what he was doing, no telling what his body looked like, but what compelled him that day? to come out the graveyard and run down there to Jesus. What compelled <clears> them? <throat> what compelled them was that God had set a certain day and a certain time him to be delivered. And then when he came to Jesus, He was tormented. When Jesus' foot hit the shore and the anointing of God touched the land, the demons in him were tormented. It says he saw Jesus afar off, but he failed him before he got there because God had called those demons to judgment. What could compel a madman, a maniac, to worship Jesus? God! God! It was time What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of the Most High God? Look what he said. I adjure thee, my God, that thou torment me not. Torment? How could he be tormenting him? He just stepped out the boat. The man was living in the graveyard. God. God. Had called his demons to judgment. And look at this. This is how strong they were. Jesus said, come out of the man, you unclean spirit. But wait a minute. If Jesus said, come out of the man, the demon didn't come out of the man, brothers and sisters. Then Jesus asked them, what's your name? The demon did not obey Jesus. And he answered, my name is Legion. But we are many. And then one of the legions besought Jesus not to send them out the country and this is the only place in the Bible where Jesus came into agreement with a devil a demon Jesus answered the request of a demon and sent them into the pigs. All the devils beside him send us into the swine. Why? Because the swine was declared an unclean animal already. Jesus told him, go. And the unclean spirits went out and entered into the pigs. And the pigs didn't like it, so they committed suicide, all of them. When the demons came out the man, the Bible says, the man went away. And he came back to Jesus, and he asked Jesus if he could go with him. Jesus said, no, you can't go with me. Jesus said, go home to your friends and tell them how great things the Lord had done for you. And how the Lord had had compassion on you. The Bible says, and he departed and began to publish how great things Jesus had done for him. And all men did marvel. See, the one, the lady you're going to see at the end, the lady you're going to see now, one of two things you're going to see. Either she's gonna get closer to Jesus and become converted, or she's gonna go all the way with the devil. Ain't no gray matter. Ain't no middle of the road. You're gonna make a decision. We all gotta make a decision. <laughs> Who you gonna follow? You don't want to have to be humiliated. You don't want to have to be brought to the graveyard. I just wanted to take a moment. I want to show you that. I want you to see the manifestation of these spirits in operation. You can see it. You can see it. Look at the people you work with. Look at the people around you. You can see it. Brothers and sisters, your job and my job, truthfully, is to do the will of God. Thy will be done on earth, as it is in heaven. Your job and my job. Tear down my will, so that your will can be done in my life on earth, as it is in heaven. I see you tomorrow on the t- on the. Yeah, it's still the tail line too, but I thank you. We all becoming Jesus believers.
0: Yeah. I'm going